Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. And Julia Show, I talk 107. A lot of everything, entertainment, things went a little bit off the rails last hour. As uh, one does. As, you know, and I don't, I, I can't promise they're going to not be off the rails as hell. That's no. where it goes. You know, that's what the was so That funny. was so funny. Yeah, it, was, it was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. All right. Yeah, okay. Just because it all sounded so bad. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Bad, good. Yeah. Okay. And crazy. Yeah. 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 Okay, so, um, before we get to the sneak peek of, there's a documentary called I Am Paul Walker. Yeah. Can we just play that first yeah, and then let's I'll tell do you my, it. Other, yeah. my other story? Okay. So GMA had the first look at at this. And we also have a first look at the extended Spike Lee movie, movie Klansman. So you can look yes. at that trailer. You really have to watch that one. It doesn't, you know, it's not, you have to watch it, but right. that looks incredibly powerful right it does and this i am paul walker documentary i mean remember how shocking that was oh well were we on the air when he died of course it it, it was um we saw that beautiful picture of him he was supposed to go to an event he forgot about and he got a text message and he goes and he was with his mom he's like mom i gotta run i gotta go do something and so his friend came and picked him up in this you know, he went to this car thing and yes. then they test drove one of the cars and then it blew up and yeah. then they sued Porsche right. because it got caught fire so fast. Right. And, and, you know, it was it's just really a sad story. Yeah. Yeah. So here is uh, the uh, GMA with their oh, okay. first look at this. I am Paul Walker documentary. Nearly five years after Paul's death in a car crash at age 40, his father and siblings, Caleb and Cody, reveal a loving son, dad. An older brother. The Fast and the Furious made him a star. But he lived off the showbiz grid, often out of the country on surf trips. That's where he he escaped um, all of his troubles and all of his stress and everything. I mean, he would literally vanish. Paul kept his charitable works out of the limelight, as when he made his way to Haiti to help survivors of the devastating 2010 earthquake. And he wanted to do it under the radar without anybody knowing about it. He simply... Um, got some personal friends of his that were firefighters and paramedics together and uh, got him on a plane to Haiti. He treasured every moment he spent with his daughter, Meadow. He loved her. He was so proud of her. He also carried a lot of guilt for not being the traditional type of father that was necessarily there every step of the way. How did that guilt come out? What sort of things would he say? And he would say things like, I only have this many more years until she... Oh, oh! What Where'd happened there? I don't 
Just stop right in the middle. Right. Okay, let me go. Let me fix that for you guys. Sorry, but I don't His know what happened there. Looks so much like him. And so he ended up playing in Fast and the Furious, whatever yeah. number they were on, finishing out the yeah. rest of it. Just for- a lot of stuff that you didn't know who Paul Walker was. Right. We knew his movie persona, but um, what a what a you know just amazing okay, let's, guy. Let's right. Let's try it again. Let's pick it okay. up. Okay. Until she's all grown up, until she turns eighteen, he had signed on to do an entire another like three movie deal and. Um, then got the news that she was going to come live with him, and he went immediately to go um, get himself out of it, but it was just beyond that point of no return, and it crushed him. Yeah, he was putting things in order, but it was almost like he, he knew himself, like that the times were, you know, the days were short. Following Paul's death on November 30th, 2013, Caleb and Cody helped Furious 7 film the remaining scenes of their late brother, would inspire its song, See You Again. I see Paul's face all the time. I had this, whatever you want to call it, and this voice said, good to see you, Dad. And uh, then it was, don't be afraid. It's your son, Paul. Crazy, but I, I, I think of that. I, it makes me feel good. Someone never to be forgotten by his family and by millions of movie fans. His brothers both telling us Paul did so many nice things for people, they just wish he'd been able to make more time for himself. Oh, and oh. I always forget that that was Khalifa Charlie Pusang. Will I see you again? Is yeah. about Paul Walker. Oh, you're right. I did too. Yeah, that, that was about him. So anyway, that just kind of, yeah, boy, he just, if anyone looked like a kind of Paul Newman. Oh, he's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's his so looks. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So that's sad. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. but another another good documentary that people might want to see. Now, if you're going to New York City and you thought, like we said, oh, we might have to go see the Go-Go's musical. Remember when we heard about Gwyneth Paltrow and Donovan Leach? They were producing it? Yes. They yes. were producing uh, uh, music of the Go-Go's. And all we knew was that the name of the musical was Head Over Heels. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you were very excited for it. Well, you know, I love the Go-Go's. Love Belinda yeah. Carlisle. I just thought if they were going to do something and it kind of gave that vibe of sort of early or, you know, just the 80s girl groups. I don't know. I just thought that there yep. was something there for a jukebox musical based on that. And I didn't, you know, would they incorporate anything from other girl groups or I don't know. I just thought kind of the whole because the 80s were almost like a a confection or a candy cane or a Hello Kitty like type band of more punky, <laughs> you know, like the Runaways or something, you know, because they were ma- girling it up, uh, girling it up a little bit, at least with Belinda Carlisle. Right, give me this. Give videos. me the headline. What is going on with this show? Are we going to go see it? Julia, here's Roger so. Friedman from Showbiz Four One One. Obviously, I should have designed this play or had some input. No, I don't know, but that's what I thought, and I guess I thought. Of it being more of a frothy thing rah, of the music rah, of girl rah, 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 groups. Rah, right, okay, okay, you know, because it's not like the Go Go's catalog is deep. No, no it isn't. Okay. We got the beat, everybody. Yeah. You know, the one album. And yep. uh, so here's what Roger Freeman says. He says, There isn't much good to say about Head Over Heels. <laughs> a show you will not see, nor will many others, once word spreads. Oh, from the opening <laughs> night, which was last night. Oops. Oh boy. He said, this is Roger Friedman reporting from Showbiz for Women. A few years ago, I happily reported that Donovan Leach, a model actor and son of the singer Donovan, and his former gal pal, Gwyneth Paltrow, had optioned the Go-Go's right. for a musical. It sounded like a fun idea. I thought they'd take 
the go-go's and groups like the B-52's and make a beach musical. Why did I envision beach balls and so on? I don't know. But, um, uh, Au contraire. It, yeah, he said, well, somewhere along the way, the other people stepped in and tried to build an adaptation. I hope um, Holly and Donnie are listening to this. An adaptation of what? A 16th century poem called <gasps> Arcadia around the song. What? Oh my gosh. What? This could not be remotely in the same universe as the Go-Go's, but no one says no anymore. <laughs> Oh my! Head word. over heels is springtime for Hitler. Oh. I really thought. Oh god! Can you, can you believe this? Okay, I love this. Skating. I really thought at the end of Act One, the producers would go over to Sardi's, wait for the bad reviews, and keep the money they'd collected from the hundreds of bilked investors in the Hudson Theater. Wow! This is mud on oh, Gwyneth Paltrow's name. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, uh, also, alas, there's nothing as offensive as springtime for Hitler and head over heels, but the show is an ungodly mess. Oh I have no idea what its point was, what the heck was going on, or why anyone should care. Wow. Um, uh, I kind of like this. Is essentially a trip oh. to a Renaissance festival to see summer stock actors read corny lines. I never say this, I don't want to cite anyone. But these are some of the worst voices I've heard oh. on Broadway. <laughs> oh, of the younger leads, oh, Bonnie Milligan stood out and Andrew Duran tried hard. So the, I love it. He It was a good effort. He yeah. said the audience was like a Halloween party in Greenwich Village full of drag queens. Many guests took festive to mean over the top outrageous. There is, after all, a heavy theme of acceptance and gender non-bias in the story. That aspect was fun in the audience. Anna Wintour, Gloria Steinem, not <gasps> together. But you knew things weren't going well when next to me during Act 2, people on both sides pulled out their phones and started using them. Wow. P.S. Only three of the Go-Go's showed up for the opening. Belinda Carlisle had already seen it and headed back to her home in Bangkok. She didn't <laughs> want to be so around. She lived in Bangkok. She to be as far away. I thought she moved to France. Remember that Remember one? She, moved to France. she moves around a lot. Um, let's see. The Go-Go's catalog is thin enough that the show had to be padded out by using Belinda's two solo hits, Heaven and Mad About You. <gasps> I love those two songs. Plus, the, the show had to license Cool Jerk. Originally recorded by the Capitals. Yeah, Cool Jerk. Not a girl group. Yeah, which I guess the Go-Go's covered when they ran (laughs) out of material. (laughs) They did. No, Mm -hmm. I remember that. Cool Jerk. Yeah. I totally remember that song. Anyway, so um, Big Stinker, look for Head Over Heels to close. And people who invested it thinking they were getting Jersey Boy money. Nope. They're going to lose all their money. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So no, that'll be the last time Gwyneth executive produces a play on Broadway. I'm just saying. Maybe same with Donovan's son. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, thanks for sharing that. And our boyfriend, you know, we talked about that Donnie posted Black Klansman. You know, we always thought Topher Grace was going to be something. Wait, why wasn't More of a movie star. We always thought this. From whatever that first movie is that we fell in love with him. He but was we, the boyfriend of a daughter of something. I My computer. I'm going to look it up, Julia. But he is in, he plays the, the awful uh, KKK leader David Duke, Duke. Yeah. in this movie a- as and this a is younger by, man and this is by Spike Lee yeah. yes this is the Spike Lee he was the grand wizard and oh. so this will be you know um, 
you know, him playing him as a younger man. But I mean, we haven't seen Topher Grace really just, he does sort of character things. But I always thought he was going to be like, like he was going to be like Jake Gyllenhaal Mm, movie star. Um, Never happened. Yeah. And it never really did, but I can't. Mm -hmm. And I know he was in another, of course, we know him from that 70s show. I know that, but there was one movie that Julia and I fell in love with him on. And we both. I think he was in one of the. What Spider-Man was it, Donnie? Movies. Yes, yeah. Holly? What was it? He was in one of the spy- early Spider-Man movies. But that's Spider-Man not where we fell in love with no, him. I know, I know that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he's mm. in it, and he's playing a, you know, a horrible man. Yes, he is. So, But you know how sometimes people love that when somebody like... It's just gets to play something out well, of Well, we did like Topher Grace in Oceans. Yeah, but there's another one, Lori, and I just... Mm-hmm. My computer's down, so I can't look. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know. Well, what is it, yeah. I'm looking. I, it nothing's was, ringing it a bell. It was one where he was a romantic. He was a, we're in a date, a date with Trad Hamilton. Trad Hamilton, oh, that's there it. We go. That's, that's it. it. That is a great movie. If anyone wants a good movie, we're in a date with Tad Hamilton. <laughs> with Josh Dumel. Anyway, take who's a, single? Yeah, take a look at uh, that movie, Black Klansman, if you want to see it. What do you got, Donnie? Oh, Cool Jerk. Yeah. yeah. Here the go goes to Cool I knew Jerk. This one. Yeah. You, you won't get to see the play. So. <laughs> this would be a good trying to work out to. You yeah, really would be doing yeah, it. You would be. All right, listen, we got to go because it's time for the dirt alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly is here. She is with our Dirt Alert, and we have no idea. She's with our Dirt what? Alert. She brought in the she attache in. case. That's right. <laughs> yes, I She's did. opening it up like glitter dust. I what have an happening? actual briefcase full of actual dirt that I'm going to sprinkle around the studio. I hope you brought the right suitcase. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Well, first in my suitcase of dirt today, we've got Steve Jobs, of course. Why? Steve Jobs, the... Uh, The former CEO of Apple, uh, of course, he passed away some years ago. Well, he's back in the news today because his daughter, Lisa Brennan Jobs, is writing a book, a tell-all book about her relationship with her father. And one of the things that's coming out is that Steve Jobs told his daughter, Lisa, that she, quote, smelled like a toilet when she visited him on his deathbed. So okay, this now that com- sounds worse than it is. Because it is the headline. Yes, it is that's the headline. That's a misleading okay. headline. Yeah. So the, head- the reason that Steve Jobs said his daughter smelled like a toilet is because she smelled like the rose water uh, spritz that she sprayed on her face when she walked. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
walked into the room. So it wasn't that she smelled dirty. It's that she probably smelled overly clean. Yeah. Okay. They did not. He, they have, she's written a book. She's the daughter he had with someone when he was 17. He didn't even know. He denied it. He said, I I didn't make you, I didn't, you were having sex with other boys. I wasn't your only boyfriend. So he never. So here's the story yeah. about uh, Chris. Chris, like, Chris Ann Brennan is Lisa's mom, right? And Steve Jobs, her father. Uh, Lisa, high school seniors. Well, they were 23 in 1978 when uh, she was born, and uh, he publicly denied that he was the father until 1980, when the San Mateo District Attorney forced him to take a paternity test and provide child support. And what Lisa is saying is that the relationship was always strange, strained, excuse me, is because her birth did not fit the narrative of his life, meaning he had an idea of who he was in his mind, Steve Jobs, and having this daughter mm-hmm. with a relationship right. that maybe didn't fit the way he wanted his life to go was not uh, his speed. And as a result, their relationship was always strained, and she's writing about that in this book, and it's out on September 4th, her memoir. So, Did she get any see, money in the will? Uh, Who knows? The book no. is called Small Fry. We, yeah. I don't know if, if we know that, but it kind of sounds like, I, I don't know, it doesn't sound at all like a book that very many people are going to buy, quite if, frankly. Yeah, well, if you're interested in Steve Jobs, Maybe. you're interested in Apple, which, by the way, Apple yeah. today... Almost worth a trillion yep. with a T mm-hmm. yep. dollars today. That's mm-hmm. its valuation. Woo! Yeah. Boy, who bought Apple stock here? Anybody? <laughs> Anybody? Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> Back in the what 80s. Were we Bueller. I think I have some of it in something. Yeah. <laughs> something right. in something. Something in something. Yeah. All right. I, I don't much care about this story. I yeah. kind of really don't like it when someone just does a dirty laundry book like this about somebody that they you know i don't know i feel like would your dad you know well i think that it's i think it goes off of the uh biography by walter isaacson about steve jobs and and that it went into his personal life that he was a he He was was known as a a difficult man yes he was known as a difficult man and so i think that she wants to share her side of the story about dealing with this one of the most famous difficult dad one of the most famous people influential people in the world and well she does write that he he refused to admit he named the Lisa Macintosh cat computer after her, but and he can only claim came clean like when he was dying of cancer. Yeah, that he named that computer after her. What? Yeah, which seems obvious, right? If your name is Lisa, that mm-hmm. the Lisa Macintosh. That he way. just he yeah. 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 So if you want to find out more from Lisa's perspective, the book is out at the beginning of next month. All right. Nick Carter in the news this afternoon. Oh, dear. Yeah. Because a rape rape claim against uh, Nick Carter is now under review by Los Angeles prosecutors. So uh, the Santa Monica Police Department submitted the case for possible charges on July 31st. And uh, this all stems from an incident that happened between himself and Melissa Schumann inside a Santa Monica apartment back in 2000. 2002 allegations he had denied so this story w- came out earlier this year uh, melissa had told her side of the story but now it seems like there's enough evidence uh, enough credibility to this case where they're at least looking into it mm-hmm. he so. just sounds like he's well he's struggled well the danny masterson though the la police because yeah. those are all scientology accusers yeah. that has been so shut down both yeah. by the church and 
Mm-hmm. And somehow, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. It's, yeah, boy. Yeah. That's a depressing, these are, I hate these stories. I do too. I mean, just because it's like, oh, is it ever going to end? No, right. it doesn't, yeah. does it? Well, are they going to end? And then you uh, want to see justice be served in I a predict, way. let's just have a prediction right now. Do All you right. think Les Moonves is stepping down next week, but they're going to, you know, he's going to still get paid his $65 million, whatever. Oh, you know, or that's interesting. Or they wait till the end of whenever, the, I think he's going to be stepping down. It will be interesting to see because Les Moonves, of course, Les Moonves, CEO of CBS, was the subject of a big Ronan Farrow New Yorker piece on Friday, published uh, six women accusing him of sexual harassment over the years. And here's the headline with from... Pay, with some payouts. Yeah, with some payouts. With some payouts and some NDAs. Yes, exactly. So here's the headline today from the Hollywood Reporter. Les Moonves gets zero questions about misconduct claims on CBS earnings call. So that earnings call, uh, the First, since uh, this article came out today, uh, it didn't even come up in topic. Yeah, and Les isn't Moonves that is something? Yeah, it, isn't that something else? Yeah, and it, this I think will be interesting. But there's the big thing going. I'm sorry, I didn't mean oh. to cut you off. The big thing with the shareholder meeting. That's yeah. what she just said. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, well, and there's also the fight between CBS and National Amusement. That is the company that is owned by Subner Rebstone. Right. Yeah. And there's this lot of back and forth about what's going to be happening here. But this is interesting because this is the first time I think where a person is in a, in a real high position of power and they're facing these kinds of accusations now well, harvey weinstein you could argue was on the downward slope of his yes. career mm, but he still had he an still awful had lot of power, power in he hollywood had, he no. did. But i mean the, he didn't have a network he didn't have this thing but how, how old is les moonves 68 late 60s mm-hmm. yeah so it will be interesting to see les moonves i would argue at this point in time is more powerful than harvey weinstein and to see what the board of directors decides to do they hired an independent counsel Mm -hmm. to look into these allegations brought up in the new yorker article lots of power in this there is and and it's a power situation between sumner redstone's daughter who is in charge of icom and they have more seats yeah and they want charge it to be in charge of CBS. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to get my glitter out of my suitcase. Oh, sure. What was I'm the glitter? Sorry. What was the glitter? Oh, the glitter was that Chris Pratt and Katherine uh, Schwarzenegger, mm, they're becoming serious. Oh, gosh. Julia. I know. Going to church and everything set up by her mom. Ice cream. Ice cream, puppies, <laughs> rainbows. <laughs> All right. We got uh, our traffic daddy with the traffic. And we come back, we get some theories for y'all. And 694. She has a theory. Try and try and get a grip right now, oh, everybody. No. Okay. okay. <laughs> Have you ever heard that theory? Oh, see a grower or a shower. You know? Have you ever heard that? Mm-hmm. Julia? Mm-hmm. And about a man? Are you see a grower she's or like, a shower? Oh, she's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, what does that mean? You've never heard that, that well, theory yeah, about yeah, uh, guys, wiener, is it a grower or a shower? In other words... In some of your dating, have you run across anyone <laughs> Not saying who anything. was a grower or a shower? Of course you have. Well, There's everyone no- grows, hopefully. Well, do some businesses not grow? Only, okay, I, you know, I've I, always been wondering about that. I thought, is it evenly split between the growers and the showers? Well, because some people just are hung big. They dangle long big, but when it comes time, I mean, they might stand up, but they might not puff out. 
I am. <laughs> that would okay, be wait. a shower. I'm just okay, as opposed to one that looks like eh, turtleish, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> oh, goes down, puffs out, stands up. Are we grower. talking about puffer fish? No, but that's a grower. Growers are showers. I guess I always thought the theory was that it's a fifty-fifty. The guys I never are, have ever thought about this. Well, Drew, you haven't spent enough time ogling the naked male body, obviously. Okay, because mm-hmm. everyone, I mean, even guys know this in the, from locker rooms. Donnie? Growers and showers. Oh, I'm not getting involved. No, but Donnie, Donnie you know. come on. Come <laughs> that on. That is a that a guy will say, yeah, yeah, he's nothing but a shower or a grower. I never, I, okay. Okay, I, someone I've heard will call, it. and this is not, this is No, a, I know, I've heard the term, I never knew what it meant. Oh, okay. Because I thought everyone grew. Well, you know well, what? Yes. Everyone grows, Lori. Well, just 20... Just like everybody poops. Okay, but this is research. <laughs> That's a book. I've got research for this theory, uh, oh, okay? Okay. The research by the scientists at the University of California found that 74% of guys are showers and 26% of guys are growers. So does that mean almost and 75% gr- of men don't get erections? Well, how, how they define a grower... Is when you puff out by four centimeters. Oh, okay. okay, okay. Otherwise, because people who are showers, they show everything they have right yeah. in its glory, but not standing up. Yes, they are as they look. They don't really need. I know exactly to, they, what you're they saying. They don't need I to do. puff up any more than they right. are. Yes. They are the showers. I've luckily. Never- Luckily for the world, 76% of men are showers, and uh, what you see is what you get. But there's always, you know, a shower that's showing you something. What's your theory Micro. Let's say micro. And you're like hoping it's going to be a grower, and then it doesn't. It's just a shower, and it's showing like that. I thought it was more (laughs) 50-50, Julia. I really thought the world was 50-50. I had no idea it was so skewed. Three-quarter showers and a quarter growers okay they, this has been your architect um agriculture update the grower <laughs> or the shower mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're growing things and? we're showing things it's like oh you know tell me this isn't what no, you're gonna stay on and and guys we... guys over 55 are significantly likely to be showers because they have higher <laughs> Inflammation in their wieners. Inflammation. What are you? Well, that, they don't what? have as good a blood flow, oh. so they can't get erections. Right. Well, well, and tissue elasticity. You know all the normal, wonderful things that come with aging, oh. apparently. And so they I'm might so not grow. They might not grow as much as they used to grow in their youth. Okay. Okay. They might have well, puffed. Okay. You know what I so mean. So things don't get as hard. And, it yeah. is puffy. And it's puffy. That's okay. right, Julia. Thank right. you. And the scientists hope that their findings will help um, all the dudes who have prosthetic penises fitted to be more aware of how and if they're a grower or a shower when they get erect. Because this is a problem, apparently, for the prosthetic wiener people. <laughs> I, I, I'm... This is the- I'd like to change now, listen, the subject. No, can or the I channel. two more things from this study? Really? This, Do I have to? Okay. Um, guys that are showers are more body confident. Um, 
But a, a male's genital size does not influence a woman's sexual satisfaction. But despite that, research, multiple research has shown that women and some men find men more attractive if they have large showers. Uh-huh. Large for, for okay, okay. sexual organs, Julia, okay. if I need to translate for you. Okay. Uh-huh. So, I mean, okay. I think this is... Uh, don't even say this is good news. Well, it is. Because this is no news. Because we have learned well, no nothing. News no, we have but, learned. But we have. Nothing. Uh, the theory was <laughs> that people are showers and growers. Do you and think equal, people are? Equal uh, amounts of uh, whatever. And soaring temperatures are giving men summer penises is my favorite thing. What is that? Story. Oh, what is a summer penis? I, a happy one? You're growing during the summer months because of the soaring temperature, so everything looks larger. Uh-huh. Y- your actual member can grow in the summer because it looks it's bloated. hot. Like think of a bloated what? stomach. You know, it's what? just no sweating and drinking more and water and <laughs> your the things around bloated. it grow. Yeah, but it looks so. It makes it look bigger. It's no, a it would make it look it summer. Lori, you're listen. There's a reason why people don't take honeymoons to the North Pole, sister. Okay, because <laughs> a- first of all, there's no flights. <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> are. But oh, who yeah, would, Lori, who I'm just would saying, ever want to go there? Warm, okay. I'm just saying, like wet over dry, okay. It's just mm-hmm. like one of those things. <laughs> I just really, wow. I really worry that you, this is this, this is your time and to tell us these temp- crazy hot temperatures about nothing. Hot temperatures swell things. We know this from feet yes. with fingers. Yes. We Look know at this people's about ears. Look at people's ears. What? That isn't ears. temperature, Lori. That's age. But no, but if it's warm out, people are, they do ears swell. Ears do not grow. No, but they they might be sensitive. They might, if anything that dangles, Julia. If they got sunburn, they would be sensitive. No, I, blood vessels widen and swell when you're hot. Uh-huh. That's why people's hands get puffy. Their yeah. feet. Okay. Their bait and tackle. <laughs> okay? Have your breasts ever swelled? No. If, if someone's biting them, maybe. Well, but <laughs> when it's hot, Lori. Because blood vessels swell. I, yeah. I've never seen you have a different size because it was hot. <laughs> ever. I mean... But that theory doesn't hold up. No, this is now we're not even in a theory. I'm just trying to explain some physiological (laughs) things about summer penises. Okay. It's a real thing. Just tonight, somebody look, open your drawers and look down and see if that looks bigger than it does in the winter. You know, where it's all curled, you know, you Mm. know, turtled up, so to speak, Mm -hmm. seeking warmth. Mm. (laughs) Wow. I really, well, I just, all right, Daddy, this is, a, oh, no, just, wait, no, wait, there's more. No, no I'm done. I, oh, I, I, I mean, that's all I have to, you know, I don't have any other wisdom about there, any I, of was this. Was that wisdom? wisdom? <laughs> that was wisdom? Dad, I'm, I'm really worried. Well, we learned, you learned, you didn't know what a shower and a grower was. Now you know, now you don't have to feel foolish if that comes up. It's never going to come up. Oh, your boys have talked about oh. this. Oh. Lori, don't, don't bring, bring my boys into this no, conversation, A. Really... And B, no. I'm not like you. You probably talk about this all the time. No, I, I just, I mean, okay, it's come up. I mean. So to speak. Yeah, it, but it has. <laughs> oh, I'm going to ask my brother never... how many times you've talked to him about this. Not to him, but you say that to like maybe a friend who's got somebody new in their life. Is he a shower or a grower? 
just, you know, as a nice way of getting an answer about somebody. And when they say no, disappointingly, he just showed me what he had or that was it. And I won't be seeing him again. Okay, can we move on to the next topic? Because that was so fun. Iceland has launched something, a biodegradable chewing gum that won't stick to sidewalks. How smart are they? My gosh, Ooh, they, they, because cities and all people spend so much money. One of the most shocking things, like when you go like uh, Naples, I was shocked oh. at how there's so much the gum. gum it's just gum. No, no, it's gum everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just, everything is just graffiti and gums because it costs money to, to remove do it. it. Yes. So ice, it's this natural chewing gum and they need to sell. It's called simply gum and it does not stick. Because most commercial brands use synthetic rubber to make it chewy. That even makes it sound gross. I know. But anyway. Uh, I'm getting messages from people really? saying, please don't ask me if I'm a shower. Sure, or a grower. I know. <laughs> See, I mean, this is a whole, this is going to be a whole funny cocktail conversation. Not you know, really. Starter. <laughs> Not what really. Is that gonna mm-hmm. be? That's Lori's funny cocktail party. Yeah, right. Come, think of all the funny things sure. you have told our people to say at cocktail parties. I know, and I know. I'd love it if someone really listened and went in, so I heard this on the radio today. I'm just wondering. Are you a shower? Are you a shower grower? Well, I mean, you know, they're going to have fun. Whatever happens with that answer. I double dog dare you to ask somebody at a party. Mm. Well, I'm not going to ask. I mean, you know, that's not something you... Did I ever, ever advocate for just walking up and... Blurting that out to strangers? No, I'm talking about girlfriends. With, yeah, with people that you know, it's a funny thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. Not with a stranger. So, Donnie. what's your theory about the Iceland gum? I'm reading I you think to wrap all this the up. countries in the world oh, okay. need to buy this and start handing it out, yeah. like at the airports. Just start at the airports. Okay, that's a so great they don't idea. have to clean up gum at the airport and okay. give it to people as they're coming off when everybody has terrible breath. <laughs> Well, My theory is there. everyone will get kissed fifty percent more of the time. Yeah. There you go. Thank you for finishing. No problem. Theory, but that would be really <sighs> nice. They spend a lot of money on gum removal. Would be wonderful. This is why it's illegal in Singapore. And you go yes, to jail if you, you chew gum. You do go to jail. Yeah. Oh, that movie's so good. The show is about <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. I will now yeah. be going to Twitter to just ask the question, are you a shower <laughs> oh, please, no. or a grower? Please don't. And you do don't you know suffer what... from summer penis? I don't want the answers. <laughs> but don't respond. We don't really mean it. It's just a rhetorical Twitter question. <laughs> Poof. Out in the air. <laughs> wow, it was great. And I thought that she could really be the one this time, but I never got the chance to make a mind because she fell in love with love. <sighs> Has everybody recovered? No. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't know what is happening today around here. I don't know either, but hasn't it it's been Thursday? Fun? Yes, I do know it's Thursday. Yeah. Yes. All right. What's our favorite headline today? Um, you want to know what, what it is? Do we have one? Yeah, we do. It's oh, Thursday. Yeah, two-year-old little girl handing out the burritos to the firefighters. That was sweet. Posted It's on posted. Website. It's such a cute picture. Cute. Yes, we love that. Okay, what else do we have for you? Johnny Depp claims Amber Heard punched him twice in the face, she denies. Okay, so De- Johnny Depp 
I mean, the only headlines about him these days are bad ones. He's being sued by his ex-bodyguards. He's being sued by, for drunkenly assaulting yep. a location yep. manager. He was drunk and high through his messy as hell Rolling Stone interview. 21 pages. He seems to have lost a lot of weight. He just looks unwell. And I just yep. there's no turning back. And he's got that shady Russian lawyer around him. I don't like that at all. He doesn't have anyone telling him no. But nope. the Daily Mirror, remember, he's suing. Um, Johnny for, Depp is suing for defamation of character. No or libel, libel. Okay, for a British paper, uh, might be. I don't know if it's the Daily Mirror about saying instead of saying that he allegedly threw the phone at Amber Heard and allegedly uh, shoved her. It didn't say allegedly. He, so he's suing them for libel. Okay. So this stuff is coming out in yep. court via his lawyers where he gives an incident of he arrived late for his wife's birthday party right. and she was furious with him and maybe threw some they these two had such they, they were had oil hor- and water they had a horrible relationship they both were heavy drinkers and i mean they just it, it was one of those do you, have you ever known anyone in a toxic relationship yes. where where the, the both both of them are, are responsible. Were they equally throwing just, things or being yeah. physical or being yeah. so verbally I think cruel of with Richard Burton and Elizabeth yes, Taylor. And a, who's afraid point. to yes. Virginia Woolf? Yep. So anyway, he's going to that, going back, going to that story, and maybe that's what he remembers. Right. I don't know too many wives who would be thrilled if her husband showed Threw up a, two hours late for a birthday party. That he was having for her. So this isn't even really a good example. Right. Because I could see like lightly throwing make, you know, because it's Johnny, some candle wax his way. Right. Or just, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I mean, right. I just get the feeling these two were kinky and weird right. and just goofy together. But that, so he got high and thought this would be a good defense. Oh, and I'm so, I'm in so much pain for him. I know. I'm All in right. so much pain. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, and Margaret. Uh, Jane Curtin, Loretta Devine, they are joining this new rom-com called Welcome to Pine Grove. Okay, I'm super excited about this. Oh my because gosh. this has everybody in it. And no. then, and this... And I don't, Margaret, a bombshell looking for husband is. number six? Yes. There you go. And Jane Curtin, we haven't seen for no, years and years no. from SNL, Christopher Lloyd, of course, the Back and, to the Future guy. And, and someone both. is, and it has... Alan Bernstein? Yes, and, and it, they Person. all go to this senior kind of center, and it's kind of a mean girl's thing. I wonder if it was based on a book. Probably. Uh, and Loretta Devine, we've it. loved her since Boston. Legal. Yeah, she, yeah. yeah, remember? Mm-hmm. And maybe, did we, she was in a lot of David E. Kelly stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love her. No, this sounds like so okay. much fun. All right, good. We like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Mr. Echo Friendly, he's investing in a shoe line. What has taken him so long? It's a green shoe line. Yeah, yes, I know. But I know. It's, yes. it's like, God, he's got all the money and the modelizing time in the world and the and the pee posse. What the heck is he? He's kind of lazy, I think, Leonardo. Yeah. Just mm. in terms of like, yep. he's being late to the... To the to the licensing game. Well, I mean, to, just putting his yeah. money into something that could maybe raise money for, in, you know, environmentally good causes. I don't know. He just seems like he's, he's just a lazy. such a play. He's, he's a playboy. Playboy he's a lazy, bachelor. No yes. kids. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He's, he's a lazy he's celebrity. Me. I, I, I wish I was him. <laughs> 
Oh, I mean, God. seriously. I, if you have to be anyone I would want to be, like, for just a weekend. It would be him. Leonardo DiCaprio. It really would be, Julia. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I like to roll like Leo. See what I happens. wouldn't mind rolling like mm-hmm. him. Princess Eugenie, uh, Princesses Eugenie and Beatrice sat down for a joint interview with British Vogue. Oh, they were so happy to be interviewed. You they know, they were. get a lot of just, you know, they publish flack. mean pictures about them because they're not full time royals. Right. They get a lot of flack. They're not yeah. full time royals. Right. Yeah. And that is an actual term. A full time really? royal? Yes. Serious? They are royal adjacent. Oh, and that is harsh. because <laughs> Prince Philip. Hates with a passion, Fergie, Fergie. and Prince Charles doesn't want them to be full-time royals, which means you're supported by the crown. How horrible is that? Well, the crown can only support so much, and Prince Charles, he knows he will be king, and so they are royal adjacent. I mean, the queen is still giving, I mean, they still get a lot of damn nice perks. Well, sure they do. They just don't get to make a living. Even though they can leverage being part-time royals, they just yeah, don't. It's just weird. To be a full-time royal means that you are, you don't ever have to have a job. Right. Right. That's what it means, Joya. Oh yeah. Did gosh. you know that? Would you like to be a full-time royal? I really would. How about I, a part-time royal? I would just get half of it. I would be a royal adjacent. Okay, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'd take it. You would. But I mean, it. I think it'd be harsh. If I was them, they really get a lot of crap, those two. They're British Vogue. They got to feel good about that. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. All right. We'll see you kids tomorrow. Yay, it's Friday.